Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Uh, my name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. A uh, big weekend at the box office. You have Oppenheimer Hammer. Yes. The guy um, that invented the nuclear bomb. We have Barbie. We already have Mission Impossible. We already have Indiana Jones. There's also this other... I say the little-known movie, but it's made $100 million at the box office. It's an independent anti-child trafficking movie called Sound of Freedom. I've not seen it yet. Let's go to the drivehubler.com hotline and bring on Breitbart senior writer, one of the best, John Nolte. John, you cover a, a myriad of topics when you write for Breitbart, but you also cover the woke Hollywood film industry. Talk, talk to me a little bit, and you, you're a big movie buff, as am I. I can't wait to see pretty much all those movies I mentioned, with the exception of Barbie. Um, talk, talk to me about the sound of freedom in the the studio that put it out, and and why it's doing so well, and people really never heard of it, and it's been getting awful reviews from woke outlets like Rolling Stone. Yeah, it's uh, the sound of freedom is. It's a little $15 million movie. It was completed in 2018. Uh, 20th Century Fox acquired it for distribution. Then Disney bought Fox. And of course, they acquired this movie and they sat on it. <clears throat> excuse me, they sat on it for five years. Uh, they didn't want to distribute it. You know, they could have put it on a streaming service, one of the Fox streaming services on Hulu. They chose not to. Uh, finally, Angel Studios was able to get. Uh, the the, uh, the the film from Disney and and now it's it's a massive massive blockbuster and it's probably going to be one of the most financially successful profitable independent films of all time and the reason it's succeeding is because a Angel Studios has a good reputation because they're making that television show The Chosen. Yeah, uh, and there's there's a lot of religious stuff out there, but this the chosen is reaching people, not just because it's religious, but because it's it's very well made. That's the, chosen's the that's the that's the series about the life of Jesus Christ, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. So so Angel Studios has a reputation not just for delivering religious uh, stuff, but but quality stuff. They know what they're doing. So they did a grassroots campaign. They got their audience out there. And now the movie's just catching on. And I think the reason it's making $100 million and it's probably going to continue to make money hand over fist for the, throughout the rest of the summer is because it's a good movie. Um, you just can't sell conservative Christian stuff. If it's, if it's junk, right. you might get a few people to come out. But this is a quality movie, and that's what's driving people to see it. So, John, Jason Hammer here, by the way. When you see the success of The Sound of Freedom, when you see Jason Aldean's song at the top of iTunes, and then on the other side, you've got Bud Light, you've got Target losing billions. Disney. Disney losing millions and billions of dollars worth of actual revenue and market value. Does this show that the silent majority, if you want to call it that, is alive and well in this country? What's happened is, you know, we're not, normal people are not stirred to action easily because we're pretty content with our lives. Hmm. 
So we tend to look over things. We don't want to get all upset over nothing. But what's happened is that the left has gone too far, too far targeting children. And that's the line, I think, that that's, that they cross, that the left cross, that they're not going to be able to come back from. So when Bud Light is doing business with a transvestite, and it's just people are just saying enough, Disney is sexualizing all their children's content. People are saying enough. Um, this the, the 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 country singer, you know, he writes a song that that uh, is about as confrontational as the nicest rap song you've ever heard. Right, no kidding. And, and he gets censored. He gets blacklisted. And I, this stuff, people have just, they've just had enough of it. Normal people are saying, I can't sit on the sidelines anymore. This has to stop. And one of the easiest ways to protest is to not do anything. I'm not going to go to a Disney movie. I'm not buying Bud Light. And it's working. The, the message is coming across. I think that this latest Pride Month that we had, June or July, whatever it was, June, you know, when Target is doing business with Satanists to sell the destructive ideology of transsexualism, which is selling irreversible mutilations, either through surgery or hormone therapy, they damage themselves because the kids is where we all draw the line. I was supportive of Hollywood. I was one of the only, I was a unicorn. I was one of the only conservatives out there who wanted a viable film industry, who defended artistic freedom. But once they went after the kids, yeah. I'm done. The whole the whole town can burn for all I care. John Nolte of Breitbart is our guest here on the Hammer and Nigel show. And John, Nigel mentioned it earlier. You cover a number of different things when you write at Breitbart. And you had an article this past week that it kind of feels like is flying under the radar because of the news cycle with these crazy hearings that we've had in Washington and all the Trump news. But you had a story about how the New York Times came out and admitted that the coronavirus deaths were overcounted by 30%. A third. That's a third. That's a big number. And it feels like this should be a much bigger story nationally. Yeah, and, and not only did the did the New York Times uh, uh, throw that that big fact under a headline that didn't point out that fact, it was in, it was on pa- paragraph seventeen of a newsletter. <laughs> I mean, so and, and I guess the alternate headline is that you know another right wing conspiracy theory is proven true, thirty percent. So yeah, they buried it. They buried the news. Uh, they called us conspiracy theorists. They called us monsters for even questioning the idea that the deaths might be overcounted when it seemed pretty obvious that you know that, that it was pretty easy that they could do that. It would be pretty easy to overcount those deaths in the beginning with all the confusion, and that's a that's a generous interpretation of what happened. So yeah, that's big news, and I think over time you're going to see that it. It's going to make more and more waves as some of the, this other stuff goes by the wayside. But that's huge admission. Everything they told us about the coronavirus everything, was a lie. All of it. Closing schools didn't save lives. Social distancing, masks. It, it was all BS. It was all about seeing how much they could control us. And, you know, John, you mentioned it. there's a list as long as my forearm here of quote-unquote vast right-wing conspiracies and and you laid it out in that article there's a there's a giant list that have all been proven to be true 
Yeah, it's it's just it's just one thing after another. And if you look at, so, I mean, if you look at the media today, is a perfect analysis of what's happening. You know, we've had two big days of hearings in Congress. And, and the, 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 the establishment media, the corporate media, CNN, New York Times, Washington Post, either they're ignoring it entirely or they're just blowing it off just to give it sort of a wrist flick coverage so they can say that they covered it. On the right, obviously, we're covering it because it matters. It's a massive story. The IRS whistleblower, the censorship hearing yesterday. Yes. Um, so that's what you have in the media now. You have these competing narratives. The right is telling the truth. The right is trying to get the truth out there. It's covering this stuff. While on the left, they're just obsessed with Trump and they're ignoring this stuff. And that's what's happened to the media now. So there's two different medias. And and that's a good thing. That's about as that's about as far as we're going to get in winning the war against the media. And so. <clears throat> On that, um, talking about the media, you have another article up at Breitbart. We're speaking with John Nolte uh, about how Fox News and CNN have been suffering brutal ratings collapses. Well, CNN was always going to die because of, you know, they got the most unappealing anchors. I mean, it's just the most unappealing group of white people I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, and then they really damaged their base when they, with that, that, that Trump town hall, because Trump looked great. So uh, they just damaged their base because their base of viewers is the far left. Fox of course is in trouble because they've also been, uh, uh, damaging themselves with their base. They, they're a terrible pollster. They're a left-wing pollster. They deliberately called Arizona early during the 2020 election to undermine Trump. And then they fired Trucker Carlson. And now their ratings have collapsed 40% in the advertiser demo. And that's a lot of money they're losing because that's how you set advertiser rates. And 30% in total viewers. So it's not going to be long. I don't think it's going to be long before MSNBC becomes the number one cable news network. And if MSNBC could bring Rachel Maddow back full time, they would be the number one network now. That's how bad things have gotten for Fox. Fox used to wipe out the competition, and now they're barely holding on. All right, John, what else are you working on at Breitbart? What else uh, can we see? I saw your your headline about Indiana Jones 5 is a disaster uh, for Disney. I haven't seen it yet. I do want to see it. Have you watched it yet? Have you seen it? No, no. I'll wait until I can buy a used copy for three dollars and fifty cents. Okay. Um, so, I, yeah, I saw you working on that. What is it? Just not making any money, or is it? It's it's just a. I think they spent about four hundred and twenty-five million dollars on it between the advertising and the production budget, and it's going to be lucky to make three hundred and fifty million dollars worldwide. And you got to remember, the theaters take half of that. So Disney's going to make about $175 million on something they spent $425 million on. That's a quarter of a billion dollar loss on an Indiana Jones movie. One of the most loved franchises, a sure thing. It should have been a sure thing, but... You know, Disney has totally burnt down their reputation and their credibility with the audience. And meanwhile, you mentioned it at the beginning. The, the movie Sound of Freedom has already made $100 million, and it cost 14 to make. <laughs> yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's oh. going to make a fortune. Everyone's getting rich off of it. Good for them. All right, go check out uh, John Nolte's work at Breitbart. He's the best. Have a great weekend, John. We'll talk to you soon. 
You too, guys. Thanks. It's been a long week, Nige. Yeah. Let's get the beer flowing. Beer Sample Friday, next.